When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The case against Mike Tomlin's big new Steelers contract. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Steelers coach Mike Tomlin loves to say the standard is the standard. In Pittsburgh, that has meant Super Bowls since the heyday of the 1970s. I have an expression too. What have you done for me lately? In the case of Tomlin, The answer is, not much. And it's very damning indeed. Especially when there's all this chatter of giving the Steelers coach yet another contract extension. And no bargain basement deal either. Rather, a contract that would pay Tomlin $10 million a year. That's John Gruden money. And the Raiders are moving to money-minting Vegas. They can afford it. The Steelers? Well, maybe not. Is long-tenured Tomlin, whose act may be getting old, really worth that kind of coin? You might say it's been the best of times and the worst of times for Steelers Nation under Tomlin. And some very interesting stats covering Tomlin's last eight seasons, which have been devoid of Super Bowl appearances and full of playoff utility, offer both Tomlin fans and critics plenty of ammo for their diametrically opposed arguments. The numbers outline the best combined regular season and playoff win-loss percentage for any team in a decade since the NFL-AFL merger. So how do Tomlin's Super Bowl-less Steelers of this decade rank? Well, you won't believe it whether you're for or against the Steelers coach. So we're going to please both crowds and play devil's advocate, arguing both sides of the Tomlin contract extension. As Tribli first reported, a German stats guy named Rene Bunger came up with this fascinating stat list of the best decades ever compiled by NFL teams. As mentioned, the numbers combine the regular season and playoff win-loss percentage for all teams in a decade since the merger. As for Tomlin's Steelers of this decade, well, from 2010, that's the season Pittsburgh's last appeared in a Super Bowl, and it was a loss to Green Bay, mind you, through the 2018 season, the Steelers rank number 14. Hey, that's respectable, given that the rankings cover every franchise in every decade since the merger. But when compared with the four-time Super Bowl-winning Steelers of the 70s, This modern version comes up wanting, and not just in terms of Lombardi's uh, four to nothing. The Steelers of the Sandinese rank sixth on that all-time list. And it means those teams, as good as they were in the regular season, were money when it really counted in the playoffs and certainly in the big game, the Super Bowl. Tomlin teams not so much in the sudden death precariousness of the playoffs. In fact, even Bill Cowher's teams of the 90s, 
which managed to collect no Lombardies during that decade, still outranks Tomlin teams so far for this decade. The Steelers of the 90s are 12th on that all-time list. How? Well, hey, Calver took a, a several teams to the AFC Championship game and won to the Super Bowl in the 1990s. He just couldn't win it all until that magical 2005 season. Yet again, Steelers teams in previous Previous decades have had far better playoff performance than that of Tomlin in this decade. And remember, the coach last went one and done in 2017 when they were at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars and seemed prime for a deep playoff run. Tim Benz, writing for Trib Live, doesn't hesitate to use these stats to eviscerate the playoff pushover that he says is Mike Tomlin. He writes, quote, I say these numbers are as damning of this run of Steelers football under Mike Tomlin as they are complimentary. On one hand, you may look at this table and say, wow, the current decade of Steelers have been more successful than the Cowboys and Bills of the 1990s. That's pretty good. Yeah, until you look at the numbers besides regular season wins. There's zero in the Super Bowl wins column for these Steelers, and there's only a one in Super Bowl appearances. Benz concludes the stats rank Tomlin's toothless teams in the playoffs with those more like the 1970s Rams and the early 2000s Eagles. Always good teams, but rarely great. And never champions, unquote. But not everyone is down on Tomlin. Plenty of former Steelers uh, players have sniped at the franchise that once fed them and the people they once called teammates. So it was so refreshing to hear from former Steeler Ryan Harris, who had some lavish praise for Tomlin. Far from the leadership questions that have been raised regarding the head coach, Harris had quite the opposite to say, uh, uh, according to Steelers Wire with USA Today. Quote, he was the best leader I ever had as a head coach, Harris said. Quote, it was the most competitive team locker room I played in. Tomlin had an unbelievable talent at every position and created a competitive mentality in every player, unquote. Hey, pretty good praise. Of course, you may be forgiven if you've forgotten Harris. He spent just one season with the Steelers and then was IR and then out of the league. But still, it's welcome praise and it's nice to hear, but it likely won't affect the public perception of Tomlin. In Pittsburgh, that is pretty much cemented in steel. Perhaps the biggest plus on Tomlin's side is what everyone's saying about this new-look Steelers team. Sure, they are minus some big stars in the form of pro bowlers Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, and the names replacing Brown especially are mostly nobodies. Dante Moncrief and rookie Deontay Johnson? But Big Ben Roethlisberger has been talking up both of his new receivers in minicamp this week in Pittsburgh. In fact, Ben said he purposely threw bad passes to rookie Deontay Johnson on purpose just to see if he dropped one or two or three. The rookie caught every one, Ben said. For Ben, who's been around the block, it's all about gelling into a team instead of a locker room of individuals. And that's what some say the Steelers were when Bell and Brown and their big egos were around. 
Ben said, quote, it's an awesome challenge for us to get to know each other, to learn, to do everything we can to be the best. That's what we're trying to do to win a championship. In order to do that, we're all going to have to be our best, unquote. And this, thus, is Tomlin's greatest asset. Should this edition of the Steelers become a fully functioning team in every respect? Steelers guard David DeCastro insists it's already happening, telling ESPN he's noticed, quote, things have changed pretty well around here and believes everyone is on the same page and, quote, team-oriented. That's the biggest step, unquote, according to DeCastro. But we all must remember that it was Tomlin who helped create the star system that coddled Brown and Bell until their egos, egos ran wild and they ran themselves out of Pittsburgh. Is Tomlin really to one the, to break this system? Many still say no, despite the early positive returns coming out of minicamp. The bottom line for me is this. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what other Pittsburgh sports media says. It doesn't matter what the fans say. The Roonies have been running the Steelers organization for 80-some years now, and their key building block has always been stability. It starts with the head coach. They just do not fire head coaches. Thus, they will extend Tomlin likely sometime during the dog days of training camp. They will give the coach his $10 million a season. Why? because they just paid Big Ben Roethlisberger a whole hell of a lot more, and his window for another championship is closing. The Steelers are going all in on the twilight of Big Ben's career. Tomlin's deal can be seen as part of this big bet. The payoff would be if Tomlin's consistency and st stability provides a platform for Ben and his new roster of mostly no-names to rise up as a team to capture what those big stars who are now gone could not. Another Lombardi trophy finally putting all of Steelers Nation into seventh heaven. That, Mike Tomlin, is the standard. The question is, can you and your team achieve it by fun finally becoming a true team? Big Ben seems to think so. Quote, it's been a long time since we've been to the big one. But if everyone puts forth the effort, we can all think we can. With the talent we have in this room, we feel pretty confident we can be pretty good, unquote. Only the Steelers, Ben, and his new non-stars must be far better than pretty good. The moment demands nothing short of greatness and grace. Only then will the once proud Steelers franchise finally be restored to glory. And that's your Steelers update for now. Download the podcast wherever you download your favorite audio. And thank you.